but as a good Brazilian at the time, we were, I was sitting in the wall and I watched yep. Senna win that race. And if you don't know Senna, which I think that will be a, an understatement, but if you don't watch the documentary, but and what he meant to our country, it was not just because you won races and you were successful. I think a country that actually has, you know, a lot of poverty and 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 people don't have the means to actually have fun on a weekend in a way that other other countries do. Like then, you know, kids that can't don't have even a toy to play. Mm. He brought so much joy to us with McLaren over the weekends that he won. Hey everybody, welcome to the Track Limits Podcast presented by Formula Addict. I'm your host, Swish, with my co-host, Henny. We're here in Sonoma, California at Velocity Invitational with by far one of the most successful IndyCar drivers of all time. We are looking at the 2004 (laughs) IndyCar Series champion. We're looking at the 2013 Indy 500 champion and recently announced the new sporting director for Aero McLaren, Tony Kanaan. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Pleasure to be here. How's the weekend going? I mean, this is a dream. I yeah. mean, I, 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 I don't know if the people understand what this event is. Yeah. If they don't, they're missing it. But for a guy like me or anybody that loves racing and the history of racing, mm. uh, this and Goodwood, I think it's in, in, in Europe, yep. are the two events that you can't miss. So yeah. And then like, I've, I've, I've haven't actually, we will talk about yeah. it, but I haven't probably slept in the last <laughs> three days. No way. Coming into it. That's how, and I'm not kidding. I mean, uh, uh, two nights ago, I was up at 2.30 in the morning. My, my wife's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, wow. Have a big day coming. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. But it's exciting to be here. Well, yeah. well no, I mean, tell us. What, what are you going to be driving so, this I weekend? Mean, obviously, thanks to McLaren. Yeah. Um, I think I wouldn't be here mm-hmm. if it wasn't for them. Uh, I think I got to, you know, we got to point it out how much uh, this means yeah. to me, but also to, to, to the McLaren fans, uh, what what we're doing here i mean we're celebrating 60 years you know we we did the triple crown um we have so many history of racing since when bruce started the team yeah that i think giving back to the community of racing it's more than we can and zach has that vision the mclaren people so this weekend um i got invited to come here this is the first year that i actually joined mclaren i've known zach for 30 years we raced against each other mm-hmm. it's gonna be debatable who beat who <laughs> uh but i guess you guys can tell who had a longer oh, yeah. korean race scene. Uh, like drop shots fired <laughs> in the car yeah and who was more successful outside, outside the car so i guess we did okay but yeah and then i knew i've always knew about the event i know mm-hmm. last year i watched pato actually drove mm-hmm. senna's yep. mclaren the, the V10, and and so let's go back okay. to 1991. I'm 16, sitting basically Interlagos. We have the go kart track, yeah, and, and the, the real track. track, and there is a wall in between. And back yeah. in the days, nowadays, you know, they block it off everything. Yep. You, either you buy a ticket or you won't be able to see it. Fair enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. but as a good Brazilian at the time, we were, I was sitting in the wall and I watched. Yeah. Senna wow. win that race. And Iconic. if you don't know Senna, which I think that will be a, an understatement, <laughs> but if you don't watch the documentary, but and what he meant to our country, of course, it was not just because you won races and you were successful. I think a country that actually has, you know, 
a lot of poverty and 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 people don't have the means to actually have fun on a weekend in a way that other other countries do like then you know kids that can't don't have even a toy to play mm. he brought so much joy to us with mclaren over the weekends that he won and if you guys remember he would raise the brazilian flag i mean we're very patriotic right <laughs> so um anyway watched him was a huge fan of him growing up that's all i knew mm -hmm. i mean he's my hero uh, jump on the racetrack after that, which don't do that, guys. <laughs> which we still do. I mean, and you guys can see if you guys watch the Grand Prix in Interlagos, the love of the Brazilians for McLaren, it's unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. I mean, no matter what, if you're a McLaren driver nowadays, you don't even have to be a Brazilian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you even a funnier story that yeah. I tried to retire last year. Zach called me up after the Indy 500, say, you want to come back? I'm like, oh, I don't know. He says, well, you know, you'll be the, the, you know, who was the last guy that drove a, a Brazilian guy that drove a McLaren? Yep. And he didn't have to yeah. say anything yeah. else. Yeah. I'm in. Done so anyway, saw that jump on the track. I mean, my hero. Fast forward four months after that, Santa built a farm in um, near Sao Paulo with a go-kart track mm. on it because right. it's just, just him when just he was going to go spend a weekend. Yeah. And I mean, I would love to do that. <laughs> For the inaugural race, he invited it, a bunch of Formula One drivers and a few go-kart drivers. I was one of them that got invited to it. And you can imagine, same thing that I haven't slept for two days. I mean, I could not wait. So I got there and I was going to meet him for the first time. We, you know, arrived, testing, and it was just a f race for fun. It wasn't nothing extremely serious, but we went qualifying and qualifying on pole. We didn't know if he was going to race or not, but we had Mauricio Gujo, I mean, Moreno, I mean, a bunch of the Brazil F1 guys. And so, so it was pretty cool that I was on the pole. Obviously, I was racing. Uh, at the time, I was already racing cars, Formula Fords, but I was still doing a lot of go-karting. I still teach go-karts at the time and, and, and worked at the go-kart factory. So I was still, like, I was, I was active. Yeah, right. So before the start, Senna comes into the grid to say hi to everybody. I'm like, obviously, starstruck. He doesn't know what to say. But then he goes, here's the deal. If you guys remember back in the day, he had a huge uh, issue with FIA and mm -hmm. Jean-Marie Balestre. So he said, here, I'm Balestre, and we're going to invert the grid. First, we'll start last, <laughs> and last, we'll start first. The 16-year-old me, he went from hero to zero in my books right away. <laughs> Right. And then I said, well, okay, fair enough. But if I'm doing that, why don't you start a race with us? Mm -hmm. Which I think he had planned to start all along. He was just making, you know, talking. like playing around. And he did. And then I have to say on the, on the parade lap, you know, watching and we're all lined up, go-karts, you know, it's like indie cars. We, we start a rolling start and I looked right beside me and yeah. you can see that red suit with oh, the marlboro on and oh. the yellow helmet i'm like okay oh, well no. i'm gonna beat the hell out of this guy yeah. now, it's, <laughs> now it's like and we started the race um we went through the through the entire field I, I won the race and he finished second oh so i have that picture i don't think that many drivers have a picture of Senna p2 no way doesn't yeah. matter it was a go-kart a go-kart race but i'll take it <laughs> and uh, during the the podium we actually i mean one of the nicest footage i've had uh, and I can I show my kids and and it's me in the podium. We will pop the champagne, and actually he came behind me and just it's put the champagne on my back. Oh. And and then he actually said at that time you can clearly see on the video. He says, "Hey, you, 
You're very talented. If you ever need anything, apart from money, you let me know oh. if I can do anything. So, you know, he moved on, won the title in 91. Mm -hmm. 92, uh, I moved to Europe in 93. That's when actually I met Zach. And we raced against each other in a series that I called Opel Lotus, which was a ladder series to Formula One. Yeah. Our races were preliminary of the F1 races. So we did the European Championship, and four hours before the F1 race on Sunday, we actually raced. Um, I didn't have any money. I lived in a race shop in Italy uh, when I moved uh, <clears throat> to be able to afford, obviously, to make a living. Um, only had money to do five races from a sponsor. My fifth race of the year was Hockenheim. Mm. And Saturday, I was on the pole. Right. Senna was there, obviously, on F1. Found out that I was on the pole. Sent somebody from McLaren to my paddock, because obviously it's different paddocks, to grab me because he wanted to see me. So he brought a credential, and I went in. I will never forget. I remember going into the motorhome. You know, seeing those doors that would like you press a button. I mean, I thought it was like <laughs> in another world. Come, I come in. I'm like still. Yeah, I met him, but he was like, he's like, hey man. I was like, hey hi. He's like, hey, yeah. nice to see you, man. You're doing good. And we chat for five minutes. It wasn't a lot. And he says, I see you started on the pole tomorrow. I said, yeah, man. Shame because I, I, this is my last race. We're, you know, we run out of money. We'll see what's what's gonna happen. He's like, hey man, keep it up. All you gotta do, keep winning that eventually something is going to happen. If you put yourself in that position, I'm like, sure, 100%. Left, I don't know, a couple hours later, we're, we're back in our truck, and somebody knocks on the door. You know, the team haulers now for the small letter series, we have an office in the front. We open the door, and it's him. Everybody in the truck's like, I turn white. I'm like, twice <laughs> in a day. That's So he walked in, introduced himself like he needed, yeah. and asked, Who's Ernesto? He knew my team, who my team owner was. Who's Ernesto, which was the name of the guy? Yeah. He said him. He says, oh, I just came to say hi, and actually I came to talk to you to tell you that this kid is better than me. Wow. You should not. You should hire him. And I got a job for the rest of the year uh, in 93. We became close friends, uh, more of a mentor, actually, because the age difference was quite big. So it's like, oh, he's my buddy that we... We were in Alpha I wasn't even old enough <laughs> for, for that. But through the year, you know, we did the entire championship. I saw him. We went to actually, um, we traveled when he came to the United States races, Detroit and those. I mean, and then uh, through New Year's, I went to Angra, which it was his favorite place. And, and, and I mean, I spent probably the next eight months just asking him questions and being a pain of career asking him everything and, and he was good friends also with Rubens Barrichello which mm -hmm. Rubens was the rising star he was already in Formula One so fast forward to 94 obviously he moves out of McLaren um, in a which which was you know I think it was hard on him and hard on the team too you can still see the beginning of that year he would still come back and say hi to the team I think he, I mean it was a conflict I mean I think Arton if, if you're going to talk about him one thing that somebody asked me that question three days ago because they knew what's, what was going to happen here. And they said, what have you learned the most out of him? Yeah. And, and, and I think his obsession 
of winning. And I think that's a good thing. And a guy, if you want to become successful, it comes with a lot of prices. Mm-hmm. But, but that, if that's your goal, that's your goal. Then who am I or you or anybody to judge what you think? Because, oh, you're going to give up this. And that, not really, because that's what I wanted it to do. And I think his obsession of winning let him out of McLaren, believing that the grass on the other side was a lot greener. And, and it was that year and, and the year before. But it wasn't the year that he moved. And unfortunately, because I lived in Italy, um, I was at that race in Imola um, with him uh, when he passed. So uh, I, I had lost my dad when I was 13. And and uh, I think it was as hard, in my opinion. Obviously, he wasn't my dad. But especially a young kid that I had a hero and the guy that actually got my career going, um, it was pretty hard hard for our country as well. It's still hard to this day on a, on anybody that knows about racing. So anyway, that's the short yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. Move forward. 2022, I signed McLaren. I mean, Brazil went bananas when they found out. Yeah. Um, and then Zach says, hey, uh, a Velocity, we're going to have a, a 1991 Senna car. I'm like, no way. Side me up, side me up. <laughs> No, I didn't. I, I, yeah. I, no disrespect to my boss, and I would never. I said, I don't care. You can fire me. You can, I am driving that. Car. <laughs> I, that is that is not an option. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's dri- I'll, I'll go to jail after that. I'll go. I get arrested. He's like, don't worry about it. And then you know, he he replied to me the other day. He says, don't worry. And I not even. I can't even comment on what he really texted me yeah. because he was making fun of me as usual. Zach wants to do that. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean. Uh, I saw the car for the first time this morning. Yeah, and and I mean up close. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I had to sit in the car. And a couple of the guys are here, the guys that actually worked with him. And I don't know, I mean I I've sometimes I've always been extremely grateful for what I've achieved in my career, but like I felt extremely lucky as well. I mean, I know I dedicated my life to it. If you guys don't know my, my story, but I mean, I promised my dad in his dad's bath, bed the day before he passed that I was going to win an Indy 500 for him one day. And then I did. Um, I think it's something that racing has been my life. I mean, everything involves my life. It's about racing. I mean, my family, I gave up. I have four kids and anybody that's involved in racing doesn't have enough time for the family and, and, and they will relate. But that car was what made me just take Sen out of the equation, just that car itself, the V12, the sound of that engine, that era, it would caught me, it got me hooked on F1. Mm. Yes, I was a race car driver already, but that specific car. Yeah. Right. I know all the stats, and then I didn't read it because I was coming here. Mm-hmm. Won seven races, could have won eight. He gave Berger the last race because of his, you know, all like there's a thank you in Suzuka. Anyway, I mean, it, I sat in that car. I mean, I even get goosebumps right now. Yeah. And it was like just the thought of knowing that he sat there yeah. and won all those races. It was emotional. Um, I'm not sure what's going to happen on Sunday. You're going to be driving it then? So, yes. Zach, Zach actually, today's Friday. If you guys yeah. don't know, obviously you probably yeah. don't. We're here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I'm only 
like I'm complaining now, <laughs> driving on Sunday. So he's going to torture me yeah. for two more from days. today <laughs> until Sunday. And yeah, uh, I don't know what's going to happen, to mm. be honest. And, yeah. and, and I'm not saying that to like, I'm not, act, it's not an act. Yeah. It's a very special moment. Um, there's so many things that are going to go through my head. Yep. Not just because he was my hero, but I, I, the whole story that I told you guys. Yeah. So uh, somebody said to me, hey, uh, when he won Brazil, if you guys watched that in-car, how much he was screaming mm -hmm. inside the helmet because he was stuck in sixth gear and all that. So there are two things that everybody's asking me. If I'm going to do a full lap in sixth gear only. Oh, no. And if, I was, if I'm going to scream and cry the entire lap, I said, 100%, but we don't have a microphone, so you don't know. And I made sure I put a dark visor on because if I'm crying, you won't no see motions. it. Aww. Yeah, so very special weekend. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, um, it, people, like my kid, my 16-year-old called me, and obviously he didn't even see Santa Race, mm -hmm. but he knows the story. He sees the pictures. I have a Santa's helmet right next to my Indy 500 helmet and my Indy 500 trophy, and that's how, that's but it's his is. helmet. It's not yeah. a replica. It's like, that's it's, a one. yeah, that I got given by Viviana. It wasn't, he wasn't alive anymore, but with, mm -hmm the stuff that I do for the Institute and everything else. So there's so many ties. I mean, yeah. we, could, yep. we could sit here and talk the podcast, the, the entire podcast <laughs> about that. So yeah. it, special, man. I mean, uh, I, I, so my kids said to me that how special this weekend is going to be. Mm. And I said, well, let me put it this way. And, 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 and that's how I came to the, it was by that question. And he asked me that yesterday. He FaceTimed me and I said, you know how important 8500 is to me? Yeah. And then I, this is right there. This is my laptop case. Yeah. So while you're talking about that car, I'm like, oh, so, and, my and, God. And no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. I asked Steve. Steve here's my witness. Yeah. Uh, Steve takes care of all of us and, and many things at the team. Yeah. I am going to make a replica of that car to go right beside my Indy 500 car and my oh. truck. I have to. Now that yeah. I've driven the car, I'm going to have to. Have to do it. I agree. Yeah. But even in talks about mentorship, mm. Aaron Senna was a big mentor for you. For all these new generation of drivers coming into both IndyCar or even in F1, what advice would you give them? That you've Some lessons you've even also so, learned from him. Lessons that I've learned from him, I, I'd said it before. Yeah. The obsession of being the best, mm. doing anything, you can do to be the best. Yeah. Look at the minimum details, trying to make a difference. Nowadays, it's very simple to say, well, this car doesn't suit my driving style. Uh, neither that car. Mm. If you go watch, I, I always say, well, let's go watch some races that, you know, the following year that he raced yeah. and, mm. and he was beating Williams and Don, and watch just the first lap at Donington Park and you let me know what, what you think, if you can make a difference or not. Yeah. So, that and 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 everybody loves to ask i just had a phone call with a kid yesterday that says what's the path and one thing that i've learned with him and i use that because i was still pretty young and i was still very early in my career that is no path the only thing you have to have in your head is that is no choice and the choice is it's going to work mm. there's no other out yeah it's going to work. Right. So it's, it's very simple. I tell that to my kids all the time. And, and it's not just, it's, it's probably not even just a, a, a racing career mm -hmm. lesson. It's a life lesson. He never thought it was not going to work. Mm -hmm. And I took that to the dot. Yes, I had no plan. 
But I'm like, as long as you keep winning yeah. and you keep dedicating, because also winning is relative, right? Mm -hmm. Winning is something that, especially in, in, in days like this, the equipment makes a big difference. Watch Formula One. I mean, watch us, how much, you know, I think we have the, one of the two best drivers in the world right now. Mm -hmm. The young generation, they're going to be there. And look, we still struggle because mm -hmm. there are cars there. But that's our job to make it better. Yeah, yep. exactly. But if you dedicate yourself and, and, and you're hungry enough, people see that. Yeah. So that's not just, oh, I need to win all of them. No. Yeah. You'll put yourself in the best position. Correct. For the Correct. Yeah. And then in terms of Aero McLaren, I mean, can you describe for our audience what a sporting director does? Like, what are your key <laughs> responsibilities going to be? Good. And then what are your expectations even in terms of this coming season? Um, You know, I've, I'm a... I was always, I was a friend of Zach, mm. but a huge admirer of Zach's work tactic. And it goes back to relentless and you just, you got to make it happen, you know? So when I came to the team at first, it was just to come over the, I wanted, I asked, I said, Zach, the, the Indy, I only did the Indy 500 for people that don't know that. So it was the fifth race of the year. I said, can I come hang with the team prior to it? Because I wanted to get to know the guys. Hmm. And actually, half of my crew is actually the, the F1 guys that do all the testing for for the team. But I want to spend time with them. And I did that, and I started helping over the weekend. Zach was like, well, why don't you come every race weekend and help with the drivers a little bit? Don't teach anybody to drive. I think I, my job was more observing things that I would say at the end. Hey, man, you said that at one point and you got your engineer too nervous or your driver's like really yeah. meant you're just trying to figure out how you can make that. There is no secret. It's like if I put too much pressure on you when you're going to ask me a question and I intimidate you, <laughs> it might be different than we're just here relaxed. Right, you mm -hmm. might, it might be a better interview. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's no difference between a driver and an engineer or uh, uh, an engineer and a crew chief. Mm. So I was more like really like I watched everything. I spent each session in a different timing stand so anyway that evolved to we went to the last race in laguna and zach's like um when we want to come full time my like, full time of what <laughs> so i just retired it's like, no i want you to come to work for us mm. and i mean what i'm it's another one that is sending racing yeah. and i'm not saying, and then zach that i'm i mean i just sent him a message of this i read your email we had an email seven times because i want to learn how to do this yeah the way you said so i said yes obviously i retired from indycar but i'm still racing stock cars in mm -hmm. brazil I'm, I'm still doing another series here in america so i was like man and then when zach says you want to come full time yeah i thought it was january 1st but it started september 23rd <laughs> And I still have six races to go in Brazil. <laughs> and I went to the F1 race in Austin. I'm going to Abu Dhabi. Yeah. So basically, yeah. all of a sudden, I'm gone. Yeah. Zach style. Yeah. And then, but that's the way he, everybody that works here, Steve, me. I mean, everybody that works for him, that's the pace. Yep. And that's the only pace we know. So what is a sporting director? I don't have a clear answer for you because Zach says to me, I said, all right, I'll, I'll love to it. But I got to, you know, I got to tell. I had a contract for next year to race stock cars in Brazil. I told mm. the team. This is this is what I want to do, and 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 this is and they they let me go, and then I said, well, what 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 do you want me to do, Zach? He says, well, tell me what can you do, mm. write it down and send it to me. Mistakenly, I <laughs> it was 
I said, you know, I will write a long email. Yeah, yeah a lot of responsibilities. Yeah. Everything that I wrote. <laughs> He's like, it's on. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it goes from what I explained to you. Yeah. People, I call people management because I think that's the most important thing in a team. Mm. And, 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 and our team, the, you can see the vibe. I mean, the mentality that the whole team has, it comes from the top. Starts from Zach, and his team, and it goes down. And my responsibility, I'm in between. I'm in a very privileged situation because now I've been on both sides. Mm. So I can call people out on both sides. Yep. If a mechanic says, no, not true. Yeah. Or a driver says, no, not true. Come on, guys. Let's, let's not get into that because mm. it's quite normal. I've done it my entire life. I said, I'm extremely lucky. Now, I wish I would understand half of the stuff that I complained before. <laughs> and I know it's like, people are like, you're crazy. You can't do that. <laughs> so that yeah. um, helped the team with the marketing, social media, yep. sponsorships. I mean, entertaining the sponsors because that's mm -hmm. what it's all about. Without them, none of us would be here. Of you course. wouldn't yep. have a show. Yep. Um, pit stops. I take care of the mechanics that they do the pit stops. We have a full-time mm -hmm. uh, coach and gym. Nutrition on the guys because I'm a sport freak. Um, honestly, like basically, that's why I mean it's yep. it's a lot. Yeah. I even think that Zach strategically created the sporting director just so people don't know what, what I do. do. Right, right. <laughs> but I mean, join it a lot. It's 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 a different uh, dynamic for me. Hmm. Um, I I thought as a driver, I drove professionally. I'm 48. I started racing. I was eight. Hmm for 40 years and I was extremely uh, nervous to, to go through the transition and I didn't know, I was afraid. And you're gonna go, race car driver's afraid. I can jump in the car, I'm not. Yeah. But, so I, my wife told me that the other, man, you're enjoying more than driving. I'm like, <laughs> uh, maybe the, because I did all that. Yeah. But she's not wrong. Right. And Tony Cannon style, I mean, we're all on, all in. So I guess uh, what I want to do, yep. I told the team that in our speech last week. I said, guys, I retire from racing, driving, from driving the car, but I still have a chance to win more Indy 500s in a championship. And that's what I'm here for. So I want another ring. I said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> what's your most memorable experience with zach brown i'm curious because he's obviously <laughs> talked on the pod you know but he already bashed experience. me so yeah. i can i think i can can i get him back so? yeah, yeah. yeah. Bring it on. <laughs> honestly i i tell you it's it's short yeah. lame but it's the most funny one we raced together in europe mm -hmm. i at that time i lived in italy mm. i spoke zero english mm. according to my kids i still don't <laughs> but, and zach obviously american Yep. I was already looking to come to Indy Lights because of the promise that I did to my dad. So I was in Europe trying to make the Formula One because that was the Brazilians did. Yeah. But I was still really looking to come over. So I'm like, American, I'm going to ask him. He, he must know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I had no clue who Zach was. So yeah. Zach was just another driver. Yeah. So I said, and then I don't remember exactly the conversation, but he will tell you that I said, Zach. Indy Lights, America. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure, thinking of it, it yeah. definitely that's totally me. I don't know how I understood what he told me because then two years later I landed here. Right. But that was the story. And we have a picture and we can get it to you guys if you yes, need. Please. Zach and I, and that was that, somebody snapped a picture the moment that I asked him that question, which oh, is funny. Oh. Uh, that's probably the most, so far, wow. the most funny moment. Love that.
Go. Rapid fire. Let's do it. Let's do some rapid fire. Oh, man. Oh. All right. This is going to be a couple of questions here. We'd love for you to answer yeah. full of fire as rapid as you can. Ready to go? Oh, yes. Here we go. <laughs> choose one track to race on forever. Which one would it be? Ooh. Interlagos. Yep. Wow. If you had to choose another sport that you're very competitive and you would win and do all of it. Cycling. Oh, okay. Okay. What's the funniest moment you've ever had in a race weekend? The funniest moment? Funniest. Yeah. Or most when uh, when um, I had a new teammate, Dan Weldon, and we went to Japan. We're racing in Japan. I, I broke into his room with his <laughs> key, and I took one of his shoes, one of each of his shoes, because he loved to <laughs> bring six shoes for the race, and I FedEx <laughs> back to America. Oh, my God. And that hear him crazy. scream when he got to the room and had one pair of shoes because he was wearing one at <laughs> least. It was yeah. funny. <laughs> Zach Brown told us a story of him losing his watch, and I was like, it was probably it was you. You, yeah, you yeah. shipped him back home. <laughs> I, we don't match with those watches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's one piece of memorabilia you you currently own or you would like to own? Ah, uh, Santa's helmet. Yeah. <sighs> if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Invisible. Okay. Mm. What's the most over-asked question that you get? What do you mean? What is it? Like you get uh, asked that so many times over and over. Um, well, when I used to drive, I, uh, I, is this your year? You're going to oh, win. No, no. I'm here <laughs> to participate. They need cars in the grid, so we're just going to fill it in. <laughs> oh, my God. If you could have only one food for the rest of your life. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Oh. I love that. Um, if, you'd, if you'd switch lives with anyone for a day, who would it be? Ooh. Uh... That was, uh, I, uh, man. Uh, I would say the president of the United States. No way. Okay. What would you do? Yeah. And not one day. What would you do? I just wanted to hang in the White House. And <laughs> I want to order a pizza from the phone and see if they would deliver it to <laughs> me. What's your favorite TV show? A TV show mm. that you love watching? Uh, well, I mean, back in the days. So can I can I go old school? Yeah, do it. yeah go why not? Beverly Hills 920. Okay. Okay. It's cheesy, but... <laughs> If you're you're stranded on an island, what three F1 drivers or IndyCar drivers would you have with you? I would have Dixon okay. because he's very talented. Mm. I would have Rossi because he's smart. He will find a boat and Lando yeah. because we will la we'll laugh <laughs> so much. Like it's raining, he will laugh. It's we're drowning, he will laugh. I mean, it's, it's his spirit. It's so oh, we need somebody to you know because Keep four guys in an island drivers which i don't think is a good thing oh, yeah. it'd be a fun show to watch a <laughs> reality yeah. TV yes. show we there we go that. there's a golf one now we need a reality of that <laughs> final question tony i'm curious you know you've done so much in your career and you know by talking to you i also am taking away a lot of the passion that you have for motorsport but also the passion you have for your country mm -hmm. and i'm very curious when it's all said and done what you want your legacy to be how you want to be remembered well it's it's a good question, but to me, it, I want people to understand that because especially where we come from, you mm -hmm. know, it, it's it's today. I mean, my kids are American. I'm American. My wife is American. It's I had an opportunity, but one thing that I don't like that people tell kids or that you can't do it because you can. Mm -hmm. And, and to me, and I'm a living proof of that. And, and I think it's, well, racing is too expensive or, well, you don't have, you're not tall enough to play basketball, whatever that is. I didn't, I, I remember the day that my dad passed. The next day, they said, well, this kid needs to go to school and think about something else. I'm like, no. 
So to me, the legacy will be a guy that was that believed that was gonna make it work. And and I didn't listen to anybody as far on the negative side. Right. I listened to a lot of people, and I think I really made it because, like you said, I think when you are passionate about it and you do whatever it takes. People see that, and there is no way there is enough good people in this world that will recognize that, and it's going to make it. So basically, the legacy will be, you have the no already. Mm. I tell my kids that all the time. Love that. Go for the yes. Uh, in your native mother tongue, I'd love, we have a lot of Brazilian yeah. fans. If you'd like to say anything to them, feel sure. free to you. Galera, estamos aqui, ó. obrigado sempre pela torcida. Continue torcendo para McLaren, que a gente está lá, tá bom? E assistam os caras aqui, que eles são fera demais. Obrigado. I hope you didn't insult me at that last part, <laughs> oh, but no. <laughs> no. You guys keep cheering for us. Yeah. Keep watching this, guys. Yeah. You're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're amazing. amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Guys, Thanks. where can people follow along? Your uh, I journey? mean, social, every, yep. Tony Canan on Instagram, Tony Canan on Twitter, Tony Canan on Facebook. I stream every night on Twitch. Nice. So we do a lot of uh, racing simulator. We have a lot of fun. People make fun of my nose all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> and obviously... And every IndyCar race, we're there. So, yeah. quite a few places. I love it. We'll link oh. all your socials below and the Aero McLaren socials. Go and follow that team. If you aren't into IndyCar yet, definitely get to. into IndyCar. It is incredible. We've had such a joy covering yep. that over the last few years. Thank you again for watching. Like, subscribe, share. We'll catch you in the next episode.